Hello, welcome to Gunfighter Cast, episode number 123. I am here with my friend Sean Heron. How are you doing, Sean? I'm doing really well, man. Uh, Sunday morning, really excited. Uh, bright and bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Yeah, that's awesome. So we were just talking about uh, the post-shot show sleep arrangements. Kind of, I can't quite get my timing right. You know, I'm just uh, my body's used to only having like two hours of sleep and no water, and uh, I'm just having trouble sleeping. Me too, man. I was uh, I was up posting on social media, like Instagram and Facebook, at like three thirty, four this morning. Nobody sees it at three thirty four in the morning. I I know it's uh so what I'll do is I'll post them again like next week and everyone will have forgotten. Oh okay, gotcha. So you're like your own little meet Edgar. <laughs> exactly. So Sean, there's been a lot of shows that have came out here recently, like podcasts all over the place. Everybody's talking about shot show still, and we're still in that that role. And I I always try to do something a little bit different on Gunfighter Cast than what everybody else is doing. I don't know if I'll manage to do that. Uh, I don't have any kind of script. I don't have anything to, to talk about. I just want to have a, a good little conversation about what went on at SHOT Show for you down in the weeds. We didn't get to run into each other, and uh, I was hoping to see you guys. Same. And if you guys don't know, the We Like Shooting Show is a panel of uh, a diverse group of people that uh, come together and do a show. And it's uh, they do it live on Monday nights. And then release them on Thursdays, and it's a it's a really fun show. I told people it's kind of like the uh, a a gun dudes podcast with vulgarity. It's kind of the, uh, the the way I describe it to people. So it's a it's always a really really fun and interesting show. So if you guys don't listen to We Like Shooting, you guys should uh, get some of those downloading while you're listening to this right now. Uh, but we're going to get into a little bit of SHOT Show stuff and kind of in the weeds of it if we can. And it's just a conversation. Uh, just a couple of guys talking about their experience there. And uh, we'll get into that right when we get back. Hey guys, Daniel here. I want to invite you to go check out Bootleg Inc. at bootleginc.com. Bootleg has top quality products for everything that you need to build a solid AR. Bootleg is the sister company to Primary Weapon Systems and contains a searchable database with everything you need to know to build an AR. Go check them out at bootleginc.com. All right, welcome back. So, Sean, tell me about SHOT Show. Uh, what does that mean to you? Why do you even go to SHOT Show? Well, you know, when we first started, we, we went for different reasons because uh, we were really small and we thought that we'd go and we'd uh, try to get some scoops and be the first ones to to press, if you will, with, with new guns and new things. And, you know, it just it was really kind of pointless. There's, what, 2,500 media people there. And, uh, you know, to, to be heard and to rise up to the top there is pretty difficult. So after our first year, we kind of did the same thing the second year. And then the third year, we got a little bit smarter. And then after the third year, I kind of got a little bit discouraged with Shacho. I just didn't think it was really effective for us. I wasn't, uh, I wasn't really sure what we were doing there. So uh, this year, our fourth year, uh, we went in with a whole different plan. It was mainly about networking. Did very few booth reviews just because I'm not sure that I, that I see a whole lot of value to our audience with those. And uh, just, you know, talk to the companies that we have relationships with and tried to build new relationships and things like that. But what we really did differently this year is we tried to only go to shooting events. So in the past, we would go to a ton of parties that were just parties. So, you know, we'd be on the floor from the time they open till the time they close. And then we'd run and grab a bite to eat. And then we'd run to a party and, you know, party it up. And then we'd uh, do it all over again. This year, uh, we went to four different events where they were shooting at because, you know, 
what I, I've, I've always felt that we like shooting sells experiences. And uh, if we don't really have experiences, it, we don't really have a product to sell. So we would go to the shooting events and get footage and just get hands on with guns that maybe we hadn't shot or sh- guns that we had shot a lot that we could just talk more about. And I think it was a lot more successful this year. So, you know, like I said, uh, much less parties, much more shooting events uh, on the floor, just basically networking and doing things like that. And I think this was our most successful year at SHOT Show ever, honestly. I, it definitely was for me, too. Uh, by far the most successful. Now, I came home and some friends were like, hey, man, let's go eat lunch and tell us about SHOT Show. And, and like, man, uh, my stories of SHOT Show are so boring. Uh, there's absolutely nothing interesting in there. Uh, it involved me waking up early every single day, uh, getting to the sands, um, linking up with the video guys, and us hustling all day long till we were about to die, shooting 35 videos all week long, plus a few extras. And I, the booths that I saw are pretty much the booths that we were supposed to be shooting videos at, and that there really wasn't anything exciting. There was some cool stuff like business-wise and personal-wise and, and meetings and, and parties and some other things that went down, but I, I I didn't get to really do anything cool or see anything cool. It was uh, pretty boring from most people's perspective, but for me it was it was pretty hectic and uh, there was a lot of hustle and it was exciting. Yeah, I completely agree. And, and we take a crew of five from We Like Shooting to SHOT Show and we split up into a couple different camera crews and we just go off and do our thing. But uh, I posted a lot on social media, like how we were, I think we were in our 19th hour of the day, just, you know, getting up early and going to bed late because there's just so much to constantly do. But like you said, like two hours of sleep, that's that's a real thing. I mean, we were working nonstop for over seven days. Cool. Where can uh, everybody go see all that content you guys put out from for, uh, We Like Shooting at SHOT Show? So we're still trickling it out, but uh, it's all over. It's uh, our Facebook page. We're putting out Facebook video, putting out YouTube video, We Like Shooting.com. Uh, just pretty much all the social media, we try to hit all of it and uh, just uh, put different content, different content out on each of the social media outlets. You know, we try not to copy things directly from Facebook. So there's some stuff only on Facebook, some stuff only on Instagram, and some stuff only on our website. What was really, really cool at SHOT Show this year? I know that's a pretty tough question. No, it's a, I've actually put a lot of thought into it. So I know that the thing that was hyped out the most was probably the Hudson H9 uh, just because it was different and because they had a really kick-ass marketing campaign. Uh, so it actually was pretty cool. And we, uh, we spent a lot of time talking to the Hudson's and, uh, to Chris Davis, their marketing director, just cause I was really interested in how he knocked it so far out of the park with a limited budget. I mean, they, they are a startup. They're, they're, they're really small. They've, they've had to get a lot of investment and, uh, but they ended up with some of the most polished marketing that I've seen. I mean, we, we look at uh, like the Springfield Saint. That's obviously a polished marketing campaign from a really big company. But when you see something that's very similar uh, and equivalent to that from a, a company that no one's ever heard of, it, it's pretty impressive. So we, we talked a lot to the Hudson guys about like, uh, you know, what their process was, the process of invention, uh, the process of building a company from nothing and what they want their company to be. So it may not be like every other interview, but I thought it was really interesting. Uh, so I thought the Hudson H9 was pretty great. Uh, I fell in love with the Silencer Co. Maxim 9, the integra- integrally suppressed mm-hmm. 9mm. I did not expect that. We've been seeing seeing pictures of it and holding it for years, but the first time I shot it, uh, you know, that mixed with the price, I was just, I fell in love with it. It and was then a there's... good shooting little gun. It was I, I haven't shot it either until this past year yeah. uh, or a couple weeks ago, and I, I've, I've kind of loved it for a long time. And then shooting it, I was like, yep, I was right for loving this thing 
Yeah, man. I had a fourteen ninety nine price tag MSRP, which uh, you'll be able you'll be in the what thirteen fifty off the off the street. I mean, that's amazing. Uh, I didn't know I wanted it, but now all I can do is think about it. <laughs> all you can do is think about it. That's why you're losing sleep. I, exactly. I, I agree on the Hudson, man. Uh, uh, episode one twenty uh, or one twenty one was an interview I did with uh, Lauren and Cy. and uh, to my knowledge, it's uh, the most in depth interview that's out there right now, still. And I. I wanted to love that gun going into shot, and it's rarely that there isn't a gun that I wanted to love, but still I got to keep my biases in check. And but I went in there, and, and uh, I, I can't wait to get my hands on one to spend a lot of time with it because I I, I love the company, uh, Cy and Lauren, uh, their their ethos and and their goal with that gun is just second to none, and that really really awesome. Completely agree, and and that's the thing is. The gun's great, the marketing's great, but then you fall in love with the people behind it, and it's even it's even that much more great. And you just want them to do you want them to succeed even more. Yep, in a, in a world of like God, just unethical marketing, lies, people paying people people to say stuff good, uh, and everything else. When you see them, it's kind of like uh, it, it's it's just awesome, man. Like well, that's that's kind of the way it should be. And Agreed. It's so rare in this industry. Completely agree. So I, I saw a post on Facebook uh, a little while ago that you were talking to, or actually it was Instagram, uh, that you said you spent quite a bit of time at Battle Arms Development. So I part of what I do at, at SHOT Show is um, for a company called Media Lodge and uh, Get Zone, I, I do videos for them, booth videos. And in these booth videos, they're, they're like, hey, you got to go to this booth, talk about this. And you're going to talk with so-and-so and you're going to do a video for them about uh, blah, blah, blah. And they understand that if I don't like the product or I don't trust it or believe in it, you know, I'm doing these booth videos. I'm the host of a show, basically. Um, they're not going to get any kind of endorsement. They're not going to get me saying it's good. They're not going to get anything like that. Uh, but if it is something I believe in and I like, then you know, I, I will put that in there. I'll say that. If, if I do believe in it and I trust the company and I, I would trust my life to this product, then, then I, they will get a little extra in there that they didn't pay for. I had never I'd heard of Battle Arms development because I was one that was on our list for a, a full length video or no a, a a small piece where I basically I handle a gun and do a voiceover over it. But I went down there and talked to them about their guns, and I'd never really looked at Battle Arms development, and they were <laughs> dude those were like I think I, I think in the video when it comes out, uh, what I found was the the sexiest rifles at Shot Show. Yeah, yeah. I mean they are they're completely sexy. And we didn't even, we were just walking around and we were, I think it was like Friday. We were way burned out, uh, just, just spending time, honestly, just going by booth saying goodbye to people. But uh, I've stopped through their booth before, but never really spent any time there. Uh, they wear the lab, la, that's the place that wears the lab coats, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's and a then, little uh, cheesy. <laughs> it is, but you know, whatever works for me, it set them apart because we stopped in there and we were just kind of browsing and just looking and. One of the guys came up, and honestly, we weren't rolling video or anything. We just had like a 20, 30-minute conversation about some of the challenges that they had had uh, rolling out some of their shorties and uh, what they had done to overcome them. And, uh, you know, just uh, I, I think th I think he was burned out, too. It was just a really nice conversation in a place where there's not a whole ton of nice conversations. It was just, you know, uh, it was just th three guys talking about guns, and it was pretty cool and uh, gave me kind of a newfound respect and uh, got to hold a lot of their guns and just spend some time with them and yeah, I liked it. I liked the entire experience, and the company seems pretty cool. What do you think that is? It's not generally a place for for conversation because I, I see Shot Show as this 
there are people there that I can't wait to see, that I love to death, that are good friends of mine, that I, it's the one time a year that I get to be around people that hustle as much as I do, and I, I enjoy the people. That's why I go to SHOT Show more than anything else, and it's, uh, it's, it's just great. Like, what are you working on this year? Oh, I'm working on this. Oh, man, well, we could do this together because we've kind of got the same thing going on. This could work out. And, like, that's, that's the main thing that I go to SHOT Show for and just uh, uh, to get help from brothers and sisters and help them, you know, and uh, that's, that's what it's all about. So when you said that there's not a lot of good conversations happening out there, I, to me, walking around the SHOT Show floor, from the media's perspective, uh, even even sometimes I've been there almost helping as a buyer perspective. This it's fake, man. There's it's just so much BS. Uh, it it's like there's, it's not real. There's not real people, and there's it's constantly somebody's trying to come up and tell you how awesome they are all day. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and and that's exactly right. Is the the conversations are I, and there's a good reason why, right? I mean, Shot Show, we are we go as media, we go as uh, people who produce content. And that's our job. But don't forget, you know, there's 2,500 of us and what, like 68,000 other people who are either trying to sell something to everyone else or buy something from everyone else. Yep. And that's their job. They're trying to get their sales for the year. And I totally understand that. And we are very respectful as, a, as an organization at We Like Shooting of that because I know that I don't want to get in the way of someone getting a sale. I don't want to take time away from someone who's going to get a sale. Uh, but at the same time, I, I'm there to do a job too. So it's it's really hard to try to balance that. But in the meantime, it ends up with a whole lot of fake conversations. They're, they're saying the same things to us that they said to the last 50 people and the same things that they're going to say to the next 50 people. So to have a really candid conversation with a guy in a booth who who knows a product inside and out, it's just kind of a, you know, it's a, it was a unique thing and it was something that I really enjoyed. And that's the that's that's a good observation. So that's the same thing I go for in my when I'm when I'm shooting these videos. There has been by the time I get by and do a video, I mean sometimes we get some stuff pretty early out pretty quick, but by the time our videos come out, they're a little bit more polished. There has been twenty, thirty videos of each one of our videos out released already. And it's usually a guy like, Yes, I'm so and so with Silence Co and this is I have the Maxim nine and blah blah. Like I I punch these people in the stomach, man. I try to get them all excited. I'm like, let's, and I, I try to think, what does my listener of my podcast, what is the the people who really, my big fans in the, in the YouTube world, uh, what do they, what would they want to ask this person? And I try to do something that's different and, and ask questions that are different and have more fun than, than the other boring videos out there at SHOT Show. Sometimes we fail miserably. Sometimes we succeed. But it's I, there's just the same thing over and over again. Why be another person making a video unless you can do something different, you know, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you know us. Uh, we like shooting. It's a comedy podcast about guns. Uh, and so we, we've really found our niche, I think, and really found who we are over the last couple of years. Uh, and that's what we try to do is we try to make things a little bit different. We try to make things a little bit uncomfortable. We've got a video that's going to come out. Uh, Ava and Nick were interviewing, uh, Phil Strader from six hour. And it is just one of the most awkward couple minutes that you'll ever see. But it, it, at the end of the day, it's like really fun. And they really got him to come out of his shell and, uh, just, just have some fun with the, with us. And I, I think that's great. Um, I agree with you 100%. These these booth videos, they're the same thing over and over and over again. Uh, a lot of stuff that we did, we didn't even necessarily talk to the company. We'd go shoot their guns, and then we'd come out and do like a five-man wrap-up of what we thought of the gun uh, just to try to, to differentiate ourselves even a little bit more and provide something that's valuable to our audience. Yeah. Yeah, you know, one thing that uh, we're thinking about doing this next year is when we're having to do these videos, get them off the floor. Like, 
like let's just get away from the booth let's go somewhere let's go outside let's go up to a, a room or a suite somewhere and have like a studio set up or, or something just just to, to get because they're they're different when you get them off the floor they're when they're yeah. in the booth they're in like booth mode so it's uh it's a totally different world I have one, you know, the videos that, that we do, they're fun. I had a really, really awesome time with Rob Latham. We shot some videos out on Media Day at the range, and we were just goofing off, and, and it, it was a lot of fun. Probably the funnest videos that I did. But my the how, oh, the entire highlight of my SHOT Show uh, was a video that'll be out here really soon that I, I got to do with Jeff Axelson from Axelson Tactical. And I'll tell you a little bit more about that here after we take this little quick break. This episode of Gunfighter Cast is brought to you by Bravo Concealment Holsters. Use our coupon code GUNFIGHTER at checkout when you visit bravoconcealment.com and get 10% off your entire purchase. All right, a little quick break's over. Uh, so I, I met Jeff uh, at a party, and I was told that I was supposed to do one of my little 10 seconds holding his rifle, do a voiceover later videos for him, and we were talking for a little bit. And actually, if you don't know, Axelson Tactical makes tribute rifles. For Matt Axelson, for Danny Dietz, uh, for Michael Murphy, for the heroes that we lost in uh, Operation Red Wings. And that's just his way of keeping his brother's memory alive, is making those guns. And, man, we, we stood there talking and uh, introduced him to my wife. And, you know, we're, we're a Gold Star family ourselves, and I've lost a lot of uh, a lot of brothers out there. And, man, we just connected. I was like, dude, there's no way I'm doing this little 10-second thing where I'm holding your rifle and doing a voiceover later on. Like, we're going to do a video for you, and this will be the best video that we do at SHOT Show. And I've seen most of it now, and it's just finishing getting edited. And it is, man. It's so good. And it just, uh, that was by far the highlight of my show. When somebody asked me, like, what was cool at SHOT Show, this is what usually what I tell them. I got to do a video with, with Axelson Tactical, and then I get to tell them about Axelson Tactical, and I get to tell them about Matt Axelson, you know. And it's, uh, and it's me and uh, Jeff just really connected and yeah, it just—it was so awesome doing this video, and I can't wait for it to come out. Uh, helping him tell his brother's story, and it's super cool. And that, to me, is what—that's the real stuff at Shot Show, and it's so rare. Yeah, agreed. I saw you tease that somewhere, and I saw how excited you were about it, which made me excited about it. <laughs> cool. Yeah, dude, it's—it is so awesome. It's a tearjerker, jerker man. Like, it—it uh, it really is. Like, it—it's some powerful stuff. That's so, cool. I can't wait. So awesome products hudson h9 maxim 9 was there anything else that jumped out at you that you were just in love with that was kind of new yeah there's there's some other cool stuff uh like so tactical walls they just launched their new uh concealment furniture the the tables in tables and nightstands and you know i thought those were pretty cool historically they've been things that were lived on your walls yeah and now it's uh now they've kind of moved into that where you can just have really nice furniture in your living room and have the rfid or the magnet or whatever and it pops open and there's a carbine and a pistol and whatnot uh, i thought that was pretty cool just because mainly it looked really really nice it's made in america um and i you know i just thought that was pretty interesting uh Talked a little bit on another show about the faster, safer defense ankle med kit. That's kind of a cool idea. Um, seems like that might get some traction. Just really small things. And then we saw we saw a lot of our advertisers and just saw the cool things that they're that they're up to. Uh, we spent a good forty five minutes at the Nighthawk Custom booth, and that was really a lot of fun. Like what what a great bunch of people. Like at the end, the guy uh, Bill that we had talked to and who had done the video with us. We just we bonded so much that he's like, come on out and visit us, and your first night at the resort's on me. And like, 
it was just another one of those really frank conversations, just one of those really nice, real conversations that's not the SHOT Show norm. And I don't know if it was just because we had a different attitude or if just we just happened to cross some really great people at SHOT Show, but it was just another one of those that was really cool. We spent a lot of time and held some beautiful, beautiful guns. You know, the Nighthawk people, their whole crew that they've put together are, are super approachable. I, I went over to, to Nighthawk and, and I shot a video with them and uh, it hasn't been released yet. And I did another little video that has been uh, that was kind of my explanation after my video of why I don't trust my life to a 1911, why I don't carry a 1911. And, you know, I have, to me, I have great reasons for why I don't. And some people agree with them, some people they didn't. But a lot of people said, hey, why don't you give this a shot? Why don't you try this gun a little bit more? Why don't you do this? You'll probably dig it. So uh, I'm shooting a, night, a Nighthawk. And then I put out that video and everybody said, well, that's not fair. Of course it's going to work. It's a Nighthawk. I'm like, well... I thought you guys said that I don't understand it, you know? So uh, apparently the test isn't pure enough because I'm using a gun that they know is going to work because it's an awesome Nighthawk. I thought that was really cool that it came out there on the internet. So now I'm going to use a 3-inch Kimber and a uh, Springfield Armory TRP as well as a Nighthawk. It's funny how those things kind of start. One time I was doing an ammunition test, and uh, we, we, ran it through a ton, we ran the ammo through a ton of guns, and the first comment that we got on youtube was well will it run through a high point because that's the defining test and i was like what how's that the defining yeah, test exactly that's the defining test like that doesn't make any sense to me so of course now everything i do i put through a high point but <laughs> i'm like i'm gonna make it the defining test but yeah, it not? wasn't at that time so i i didn't know this this was a cool thing this is another highlight of my shot show that uh, i hadn't really talked to anybody about I got a text message to come up to a suite where Nighthawk was, the Nighthawk suite. There was not a party. I, th I thought it was kind of a get-together. But I go up there, grab a drink, me and the wife and a friend of mine, and we sit down, and it suddenly turns into a state-of-the-business meeting, a marketing meeting, a everything meeting. And I don't I don't think they – I didn't belong there. Like, I wasn't supposed to be there. Like, I, they, they just kind of happened, and I think just me and the owner kind of connected – uh, and talk so he wasn't really worried about me being there but this this thing was just it just kind of happened and uh i find myself sitting at a couch having a conversation with the guy who owns the company with a uh, marketing guy giving spiels and and like state of the whole business and uh i won't give a whole lot of details here but i will tell you when my friend that was with me and when i walked out it doesn't matter that Nighthawk has sent me a T&E gun and I'm going to send it back and they're going to send me another one. It doesn't matter. Like I, I walked out of this thing thinking, and I've been in business, not just gun business, but I, and I, I understand like what happens there and what should be happening and the way people think and the way people go sideways and start going down the wrong path. But being in that meeting and seeing how Nighthawk operates and what they care about, the family and, and the end user. Man, it, it was it was just it was so refreshing seeing that in this industry that has kind of worn me out in the last couple of years of so much you know BS and unethical behavior. Seeing how I don't care what business you're in, this is how business should be done. I walked out of there wanting to go buy a Nighthawk, and my buddy did too. He's like, "I'm buying one when I get back." Yeah, because it it was it was really the the right example, man. It, it was it was so awesome seeing that. I know we uh, Jeremy and I walked up first, and we were waiting uh, waiting for Bill to finish. And we ended up talking to the owner's uh, son, Stone, and ended up talking to him about chicken farming. Like, just good kid, and it was just a really fun thing. And, you know, there, I think every time you walk up to a booth uh, as what we do at SHOT Show, you walk up there to fulfill an obligation. 
whether it's an obligation to our audience or an obligation to our, an advertiser or something else like that. And then the second you leave, you say, okay, where is my next obligation? But with like Nighthawk and even Battle Arms development, like I walked in with an obligation and I walked away feeling that, that it was a privilege. And that's not a feeling that I get to feel a whole lot at SHOT Show just because it's so busy. And But there's just, there's these little uh, microcosms of just really, really fun things and really cool people. And, and definitely Night, Nighthawk filled that bill. And those are companies you want to keep working with. And you know, speaking of Nighthawk, Nighthawk Custom is a sponsor of Gunfighter Cast. And I know you guys want a Nighthawk Custom 1911. So go to www. Sean, you can't see the video, but he's showing you his. Go to <laughs> go to www.nighthawkcustom.com forward slash Gunfighter Cast, and you'll sign up for winning a right now it is a predator 2 but nighthawk is giving away a free 1911 every single 90 days in 2017 so your chances of winning are great and there's a lot of ways to get more entries over there on the uh the website that i just sent you to so that's nighthawkcustom.com forward slash gunfighter cast and register to win free guns not just guns. Like people say guns, you're thinking, oh, Glock, this and that. We're we're talking like four thousand dollar works of art that are absolutely the top quality. So, Sean, the coolest thing that that popped out to me in that that meeting that I was in, and I won't I won't talk anymore about it. The owner said, I forget the exact words, but he said, "How is this going to help all thirty two of us?" You know, it's something that the questions he was asking wasn't about how was he going to make more money, how was Nighthawk going to make more money. He had thirty two families involved with this company. He had these mouths to feed, and that's all he cared about the whole time. This guy, uh, Mark from from Nighthawk, like yeah, the way I, I picture him in a meeting, the way he was acting, and the way he was talking, is like, uh, cool, we we made that much in sales. Awesome, that's great. So we got this much more money than we usually do. Okay, well, let's split it among everybody who works here. Like that's just the kind of that that's how I I I, I truly believe that's the way that guy is, and uh, it was it was so awesome. I love it, and the, there's just I mean, there are some really good people there in the in the firearms industry, and I guess every industry. There's a, probably a lot of people that are you know just questionable at best and 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 horrible at, at worst. And it, just to find people that you really think you're like, wow, I, they, they are an awesome group of people. Uh, that, it's just a, it's such a good feeling. And it, honestly, it makes SHOT Show kind of worth it. Yep. You said you went to uh, some shooting parties. You were out of the agency party. Now, a lot of folks were watching that. How was the agency party? That was really cool. So we uh, we rolled in and uh, walked up to the building, got signed in, got our, got our uh, little orange wristbands, I guess. And then we grabbed our camera gear and we started to walk down the hill and they said, uh, no, 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 only only press can go by. So we had to go back up and change out our wristbands. And we had just had uh, Michael Parks on the show and he's the one who set us all up for it. So we're talking to the lady and I'm like, uh, we need to get our media bands. Uh, we should be on the list. Let me know if we're not. And she's like, well, who set it up for you? And I couldn't remember his name. So I, I was just drawn a blank. It had already been a long week. So I'm, I'm uh, looking through my phone and I was all, it's Michael. And she's all, oh, Michael Parks, I'm his mom. Don't worry, I'll get you set up. And uh, I thought that was kind of funny. Okay. So then we walked down the hill and there's a minigun and a modus and just uh, all kinds of cool stuff from Trigicon. And, you know, getting to shoot really cool things is a privilege that we have. And uh, just recorded some video, took some pictures, had some fun. And then uh, that all ended and we walked back up the hill. 
Uh, we met Joe from Agency Arms, Instagram friend, and that that was kind of cool. We exchanged some patches, which is always fun. Uh, he loves our donut patches and our donut holsters. And uh, so then we walked back up the hill, had some had some tacos, I think, something like that. And then the grand finale started, which is where they took the minigun and basically blew up a school bus. And uh, so we all got set up on this hill and all of us were recording with some cameras and, you know, everyone's recording with cameras and just kind of having fun. And the anticipation builds and builds and builds. And then suddenly that, that minigun goes off and it's just an amazing sound. And uh, the, the school bus blows up and, you know, I was recording in slow-mo, so it, uh, the video turned out really cool. But there's just some times that uh, you're sitting there and you're watching these things happen or participating in these things and you just realize how surreal our lives actually actually are sometimes. Uh, but that was fun. So after that, uh, we walked up the hill and talked to some people, uh, you know, just hung out. It was uh, It was a good time. Got to shoot some guns, got to see some guns be shot. And, uh, again, hanging out with cool people and, and doing cool things. Uh, yeah. I, th- I thought it was really cool. No, you're, you're right, man. Like I, I'm so fortunate and like the luckiest guy ever to do the things that I get to do. And even in my past life in the Marine Corps, you know, there's been many times where like, man, I wish everybody that knew me could see how awesome the thing is that I'm doing right now. And, and like, it's just yep. not going to happen. And at SHOT Show, it's the same way. I'm like, I, I'm not going to be able to explain this to people. Like, it's yeah. not, not going to make sense later. No, I'm not, I'm not articulate enough to to describe a minigun blowing up a school bus. Like I <laughs> I just I can say the words, but I can't communicate the message. Yeah, it's just not the same. Even video doesn't do it justice without the filling and the boom and a little bit of heat and everything else. Yeah, no. Yep. You can't quite put somebody there. Totally. Cool. So what uh what do you got coming up here really soon? Uh, let's see. So for we like shooting, you know, we decided not to go to the Great American Outdoor Show this year just because it's so close to Shot Show. And uh, taking a crew of five, just, you know, it's it's really expensive to travel with with a big crew. So I think probably the, I'd say NRA show is probably our next big thing. Uh, our schedule gets really tight late summer, but I'd say NRA show is our next big thing. And not only that, but it's it's actually my favorite thing of the year that we go to. So let's talk about NRA for a second, because there's a lot of listeners out there that don't go to NRA. It's in Atlanta this year. And if you can do, if you if you had a choice, if I if I had a choice between Shot Show and NRA, I would probably pick NRA. Uh, there's 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 a few things that come into play there that 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 kind of weight towards Shot Show, and but then on a personal level, NRA is so much more laid back, so much easier to show. I can walk up to any company and talk directly to the marketing person. It's like yeah. they they can't wait to have guys like us come talk to them or guys like you out there listening that know what you're talking about that's not because they they're dealing with people who i mean let, I'll, I'll be honest there's, there's a, a group of people which at nra it's like hmm what's a trigicon you know and, it, and <laughs> I, so so when you walk up there and you're talking about some issue that you had with your rmr or anything else they're like yes like they they love that they'll talk to you forever and they will not let you leave because they don't want that other guy to come up there and talk to them again. So it's uh NRA is so laid back and it's it's all for the end user and I love it because I walk through NRA and people are like hey Daniel and like I, I get to talk to listeners because I run into people a lot more there than I do at Shot Show. Absolutely, that that's the thing. So we last year we went to Shot Show or I'm sorry we went to the NRA show. Uh, with the exact same intention of what we do at every show. We're going to go, we're going to talk about products, we're going to see new products, we're going to do cool things. And honestly, uh, I think at, at the end of the first day, we had 
accomplished so little of that mission that we kind of changed our mission just because there's so many listeners there and so many, so many people who wanted to, you know, stop and talk to us. So we actually put our cameras away after that first day. I don't think we ever recorded another bit of film and we would just walk around talking to listeners. And then whenever we, whenever someone would see us, we would add them to our posse, our entourage, and we would just walk around the show and we would go to like these booths with like 10, 15 people with us just, you know, hanging out, talking, just, we spent that time with the listeners and that's why I love the NRA show, NRA show so much. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of cool companies there and it's definitely a lot more open, but the listeners are just like, it was amazing. It was so great to get to hang out with people and uh, we wanted to include them in, in what we were doing. So we just, we kind of gave up on our main mission and just spent time hanging out with people. And it was one of the cooler experiences I've ever had. And man, I was just so thankful for everything that's happened to put us in that situation. That's awesome. So we're going to, we're going to, we did something by accident. All the hotels were filled in Louisville last year. Uh, by the time me and the wife got a hotel. So, uh, being the wife and a couple of friends of mine, uh, or ours, we went up to, we were looking all over the internet trying to find a hotel to stay. And we ended up finding a cabin out at a KOA. And it was the best thing ever because we had like uh, friends from all, a lot of different companies and media side and, and, uh, guys out every night. And we we're cooking ribeyes every night on the grill. And nice. it was, it was so cool. Like we'd go to the show and hang out, no real goals or anything. Um, I had to sign autographs at the Cabela's booth once, which was really, really weird. There was like four people who came by and knew who I was. And then, <laughs> I, and then I would snag up like all the kids cause they're like, Oh, he's giving autographs. It must be important. Right. So like I, I would, I would give autographs. So that was how I got to sign a few of them. But then, <laughs> That's awesome. that was like my only thing that I had to do at the whole NRA. So it was just like walk around me, people hang out with people. And then at night, Hey, you guys all coming back to eat ribeyes? Yeah, bring your own meat, man. And I would just stand at the grill because I, I love, I've got a, I've got reasonably famous ribeyes in the uh, firearms industry. And oh, uh, ask around. You'll, you'll hear some good things. So it, uh, so I, I just did, stood at the grill all night cooking ribeyes for everybody and we were hanging out and having a good time. And uh, it was awesome. So in Atlanta, I got to find a, a cabin somewhere kind of close if I can, like at, at a camping place or something, and a KOA or whatever. And uh, we're going to do the same thing because it, and you guys are invited and because it was, uh, it was awesome. We'll be there for sure. I love ribeyes. It's my favorite cut. Mine too. Cool. Well, there's a joke in there somewhere, but I'm not going there. <laughs> I know. As I got my show, we would cuss for five minutes and say horrible things. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, Cool. Yeah, looking forward to NRA. That's going to be awesome. So I I have never done the uh, Great American Outdoor Show or NASGW, but I was planning on doing NASGW this this year, um, and and I'd kind of just go in and do some live video, kind of as all that it's really just for the people asking questions and stuff. I'm, I'm really digging the live thing. Um, I, I had a a goal to do live 360. Um, here at this past shot show, but it kind of fell through because uh, I didn't find the five thousand dollars I needed to be able to do that properly. Like, because it is pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, doing any of this stuff, it's like just this background's like a huge dollar proposition. You know, a big green screen and you know just something that works. Like every single thing that we want to do. Like right before we left, I invested in you know a couple thousand dollars more new equipment for shot show and uh yeah i totally get it man it's uh it's very expensive and especially if you want to be the best at what you do you have to really have the right gear well you know for for me it's uh probably the same for you i'm i'm actually pretty certain it is um it's it's not that i i need to be the best out of everybody out there that's doing it it's just i need to be the best that i can be for the yeah. people the people who trust me and listen to me and i, I want to take them not only the best content um but 
the the best quality uh, as well and there's, there's something i've kind of changed the way i think and you know i've been saying and thinking a long time for that content is king and and it's really not um i, I don't i no longer believe that content is king and a lot of people probably disagree with me with that on that uh but i believe in 2017 conversation is king you know conversations with people and that's that's what people want to have and that's what i have with people on the internet is conversations like we're having and then i'll have conversations with listeners about this conversation that we're having and you know creating conversation is king so the best that uh i, I want to enhance my ability to have those conversations and uh, i think live video and a few other things is some of the best ways to do that right now so that i i can have better conversations and better understand the listeners and the audience out there no, that's great, man. I love that. Yeah, so that's uh, but the, that stuff costs money, um, and and we're we're getting there though. We're getting there. It's gonna take some time. Yeah, you know, for, for so many years we would like go to the the range events and we'd have the shotgun mics that just basically don't, don't they take up everything, every yeah. single thing. We've gone to fully handheld mics and the wireless handheld mics, and they just they work so well for us. Like we can be on a full firing line with you know. 50 people shooting guns at the exact same time and we can hear the interview. And uh, I think enabling that conversation, man, being able to have that conversation, being able to hear it at the end and not be interrupted by a ton of gunfire, I think that's a huge thing. Yep. Cool. And, and listening to, you know, listen to the listeners and, uh, and ask and figuring out what they want. And that's, that's, I'm sure it's what you do. It's what I do as well. When I'm interviewing somebody or talking to like, what would, what would, what would my number one listener ask this person? You know, and uh, and sometimes we get that one right, sometimes we don't. Um, cool. We got one more little quick break, and then uh, we're gonna come back and talk a little bit more about we like shooting and call it a day. Be right back. If you're in the market for the absolute best 1911 handguns and accessories, look no further than Nighthawk Custom. Nighthawk has over 36 flavors of top quality custom 1911s, and they definitely have one for you. These are custom, handmade 1911s. Each gun is made from start to finish by a single gunsmith. Nighthawk's slogan and philosophy is, One gun, one gunsmith. Now, owning the world's finest 1911 has never been easier. Go to www.nighthawkcustom.com and finance your Nighthawk Custom 1911 today. Alright, welcome back. So, Sean, we talked a little earlier about We Like Shooting, and I want all of my listeners to go start listening to your show. Uh, and you can borrow all them and you can send me all yours. So I was uh, on, I was on the, we like shooting show, uh, a few months ago and it's usually a comedy show, but then I made everybody cry. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, th- tell us about, we like shooting. So, you know, we started off, we wanted to, we, we just wanted to talk about guns and, and, and just work on our guns and do projects and things like that. And it, it just so turned out that Aaron, uh, my co-owner and I, we, we think we're really funny. I'm not sure if everyone else does, but we think we're hilarious. So we realized early on that we needed other people to provide content because we couldn't do all, all that we needed, uh, to create enough content. So we just started kind of looking for people. And when we were looking for people, we like, we went on reddit.com, uh, which is a popular place for people just to kind of talk crap on the internet. Uh, there's articles and things like that. And then people say horrible things about them in the comments. So we would go to the gun, the gun pages on Reddit and kind of look for people who sounded like they knew what they were talking about, but also were really snarky and just kind of witty and, and things like that. And we would get into arguments with them online and stuff. And then we would send them a private message and be like, Hey, do you want to write for our website? You know, you, you, you know what you're talking about and, but you're also kind of a dick. So, <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so we uh, we we assembled this panel of people, but like. I mean, we've got Jeremy Pozderek, who's a Marine, and just everything that comes along with that. And he's he's one of the 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 Marines that just you know he is he's out of control. We love the guy. He's like six foot seven. He's got the wingspan of a Boeing, and uh, the wingspan, and uh, just really fun. Uh, we've got Savage One R uh, pseudonym, but he's like just a, a guy who he's a Bubba gun maker. Like he puts his guns together with Dremels, and uh, you know they just end up looking horrible but at the same time he's got a ton of knowledge about stuff like that he's into like growing his own food hydroponically in his bathtub in the basement and things like that so he brought a, a really cool thing quote unquote custom- food yeah, no it's food <laughs> we always he does live in washington though so we always do say what are you growing there savage uh we've got nick who uh worked for a long time for a really high dollar precision rifle maker and uh, so he's just, you know, he's got uh, this amazing, amazing wealth of knowledge about everything uh, on barrels and, and things like that, which is really cool. Uh, Aaron and myself, uh, we definitely uh, I think that we are the comic relief. And uh, but at the same time, like I'm really serious about guns and training. And, you know, I've, I've had the opportunity to, to train with people that I've heard of before, but, you know, never thought that I would get the opportunity. I've gotten the opportunity to train at places that I never would have. So I take it really seriously, um, but at the same time, you know, I know what my job is. My job is to facilitate that conversation and to make jokes and be witty and things like that too. Uh, we we originally started with one female, Lil, who was a long range shooter, and you know, obviously her her life got really busy. So we brought in Ava, who's pretty much like the rest of us, just really crude and sassy, and uh, she's a firearms instructor, and she just you know she completed the group, I think, and just uh, did a really great job. And then Aaron, you know, he, he's hilarious and, and funny and, and all that stuff. So, you know, we just kind of assembled this uh, group of comedy Avengers, and uh, that, that's what we do. As much crap as you guys give Ava, I hope she listens to the show and hears you say that she completes you. Uh, did I say? Did I say that? I'm pretty sure that's what just came out of your mouth. <laughs> oh, I don't even know if that uh, that may have been an accident. I don't even know. No, but I think she does. I really think she rounds out our group. I think that she she is like li- where Lil was everything nice and and matronly and everything. Like Ava is just like us. She's she's crude, and uh, but she's also hilarious. But she also takes guns very seriously and and training her students very seriously. So it's just, uh, you know, it is that, uh, I think it's just that perfect quorum of people. I don't know how we ended up with it. But anyway, we started off just doing plain written content, doing anything like that. And over the last four years, we've really found our niche. Like, we didn't start off to be funny. But once we realized that we were funny and and started our podcast, we've really kind of tried to embrace that. We did that video uh, with Sarah Westman from Kit Fox Design Group about the SHOT Show etiquette. I'm not sure if you saw that. Yep. But, uh, you know, we, we did that. We do skits now. Uh, we recorded a skit at our, we recorded a skit doing sock puppets at our, at our condo the the day, the day or the day after we got to Vegas. And then when we met with the cobalt kinetic shooting team, we made them take off their socks that they'd been walking in for seven hours and do sock puppets and tell Aaron why he bothers them. And, uh, so we've really embraced it, uh, our niche is comedy that that is what we do, but we do love guns. We are serious about the second amendment and, uh, you know, we're serious about, uh, the NRA and just, uh, being the best community members in the gun world that we possibly can at, while making people laugh. And I think that's why we've resonated is because we do make people laugh. Um, that's my thoughts. 
you know, being positive in the community where there's just so much ego and cutthroat and people trying to find some way to bash the other person. My last episode was about how the firearms industry hates innovation. Like, we want a Glock with a 1911 trigger. Hey, here's a Hudson H9. We hate you. you know, it's like, <laughs> like this, this whole industry is out of control. Like, we have no idea what we want. Like, it, it's just, uh, like, we're at overcharged hormones or something. It's just ridiculous. And so, go ahead. It's so true. It's, it's 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 insane. Um, I, I don't understand it all the time. So whenever I, I see a group, it's like, hey, we don't take ourselves so seriously. We're going to make you laugh, but we're going to have some serious stuff in here, too. Uh, that's why I really like the We Like Shooting Show. And it's one of three podcasts that I actually support with my own money through Patreon. Um, and if you guys, uh, I know a lot of you guys support Gunfighter Cast through Patreon. And those of you who don't, shame on you. You're listening for free. You're free loader. You should come <laughs> pledge a dollar or two dollars per episode uh, through Patreon. And I'll have the link to that in the show notes. I also have the link to We Like Shooting Show and uh, and their Patreon. So uh, I support them and, and they support me as well on Patreon. We support each other. And uh, I, I send my audience to go help you guys out money wise so you can have those better conversations and uh and i I appreciate you guys helping gunfighter cast out so i can make those conversations better so if you will if that's uh your thing pledge a couple of dollars per episode and you could set a limit you know if you don't want to spend more than eight dollars a month you can tell it that no big deal when we put out shows you get charged dollars yeah i love patreon love supporting gunfighter cast on patreon and i know a lot of our patreons also support gunfighter cast we have conversations about you and uh some of the shows that you do in our patreon only group on facebook and uh, i just i know we have a ton of crossover because like i listen to gunfighter cast and uh i know that a lot of people they like to laugh but they also really liked what you bring to the table and like you said those conversations and uh you know i think that's just i, I think it's a huge voice in, in the in the gun world and i'm glad that you exist well, I really appreciate that. Just trying to be a, a positive voice in a sea of negativity, man. Just not always as funny as we like shooting. <laughs> <laughs> well, who can, who can be? That's right. <laughs> if you guys, you couldn't see him, but he put his hands on his hips and like cocked his shoulders back a little bit when he said that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anything else that uh, that you want to tell the people out there before we say goodbye? No, man. I just, uh, you know, if they, if they uh, like irreverent stuff, uh, definitely give give the show a listen. Uh, I just wanted to thank you, man. Uh, really, really appreciate you having me on. It's uh, it's one of those cool things that I get to do that no one would actually believe that I'm on Gunfighter Cast because everyone who knows me knows I'm pretty much a clown. So to be able to be on a show of your caliber is pretty damn awesome for me. I'm having a little bit of a fanboy moment, but uh, yeah, man, thank you very much for having me. Next time we'll have some serious content. We'll have a couple of your people on, and it'll be funny. We'll we'll do a funny gunfighter cast episode, so they can actually get a really good feel for what we like shootings like. So they they'll be okay. I've got to go listen to that because that was the funniest gunfighter cast episode since the Halloween episode years ago. (laughs) Perfect. Gunfighter cast out. Thanks for listening. I want to tell you that I just launched my new website, shawstrategies.com, for my company, you guessed it, Shaw Strategies. 
I've traveled around teaching and taking classes. And you heard me speak a little bit about that in some recent episodes of how I'm going to take classes and produce content from those classes, those students and the instructors. In the next few months, I'm going to be in Ohio teaching and taking classes, Kansas, Arizona, Indiana, Atlanta, and Virginia, uh, and then back in Ohio again around June. Going to be taking a lot of classes and teaching a lot of classes. So if you go to shawstrategies.com and check out the class list or at the calendar, you can see where I'm going to either be taking classes or teaching classes. And I would love to see you guys in one. And feel free to share away on the new website. I appreciate all the help I can get.